Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy and in today's video, we're going to be going in depth into my top five defenses to stream for week number 17 of the 2023 fantasy football season as well as at the end of the video, we're going to be going over three additional defenses to stream. But before we can hop into things here, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure you leave a like on today's video it would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on twitter or x please do so at notorious fntsy so without further ado let's get into my week 17 championship game defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season we begin with my number one defense to be streaming on the week, the Houston Texans versus the Tennessee Titans at home in Houston this week. Now, the Texans defense is currently rostered in 37.8% of leagues on ESPN and 14% on NFL. So if you play in CBS, Yahoo, Sleeper, any of those other fantasy football platforms, then the roster ship percentage is going to be slightly different. Though I will note in some cases, there could be a drastic difference from website to website so Houston Texans versus the Tennessee Titans now the Houston Texans defense has some dogs on it they have some solid players but as a whole on the season they haven't been the most consistent defense in the NFL right there far from one of the best defenses in the NFL but a crucial part in understanding why you want to stream a certain defense as fantasy football is that you are looking at their opponent. I think the Houston Texans have a relatively solid defense. Again, they're not world beaters by any means. This isn't the fucking 85 Bears we're talking about here. But this is a defense that is very good, can put pressure on a quarterback. And I think this week, Will Levis will be out again. So we're going to be getting the Texans defense with a defensive guru as a head coach up against a team that takes a lot of sacks here, right? And I think the Tennessee Titans here offensively are going to be in big trouble. The Texans defense week 16 versus the Browns, they lose 22 to 36. Case Keenum doesn't really have all that great of a game. The Cleveland Browns defense locks down the Texans offense. Now, the Texans defense still had a decent game, but obviously when Joe Flacco is fucking slinging the rock like Santa was slinging presents last night, then obviously the Texans defense doesn't have that great of a day. Amari Cooper literally left his nut print on the forehead of the Texans defense. One sack, two INTs, and 36 points allowed. But again, there are levels to things in the NFL. And while a couple of weeks ago, if I was going to tell you that I would see that a Joe Flacco offense is on another level from a lot of offenses in the NFL, I would tell you you are certifiably insane. But it's week 17, and Joe Flacco is once again elite. So the Seahawks defense, week 16 at the Tennessee Titans. The Seahawks win 20-17. to 17. Six sacks for the Seahawks defense, 17 points allowed. So I think the Texans defense is a very safe defense to stream on the week with some pretty decent upside if they're able to maybe get a fumble interception or a pick six. I think they're going to get five plus sacks in this game. I really do. And I think that the Texans defense is going to end up being one of the best defenses to have for week number 17. At number two, we got the Los Angeles Rams at the New York Football Giants in MetLife. 27.8% rostered on ESPN, 8.9% rostered on NFL. Now, the Rams defense, week 16 versus the Saints. This was a defense that I definitely liked. And the Rams defense 
It was looking kind of sweet, and then later on in the game, the Saints offense started clicking. They started firing at all cylinders, and then the Rams defense had a pretty mad day. Now, if you had the Rams defense, they didn't sink your metaphorical battleship, right? They didn't score like negative 15 points or something ridiculous, but they also were very unlikely to be the reason why you won your week, right? The Rams win 30-22. to The defense gets two sacks, one INT, and 22 points allowed. And while I like to shit all over Derek Carr and make fun of the Saints because they are an easy punching bag in the NFL, it's like making fun of Arthur Smith, right? Making fun of Zach Wilson and the Jets, right? There are just certain players, certain teams that are very easy to make jokes about to make fun of, right? The Giants are another one of those teams that are easy to make fun of. Now, the Giants play the Eagles today, so we don't have their Eagles defensive stats from Week 16 to talk about, so we got to go back, 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 back to Week 15 for their opponent's defensive stats. In that game, interestingly enough, the Saints were involved, and the Saints' defense going up against the Giants. This is a Saints' defense that has been very underwhelming this season, and they looked like... Amazing. They look like some A1 steak sauce. They win 24 to 6, seven sacks, six points allowed in that game for the Saints defense. Now, in any given game, I feel like maybe the passing Paisan, Tommy Cutlets could have a decent game. So I'm not saying that Tommy DeVito is some bottom of the barrel fucking shit stained quarterback, right? Because he's okay, right? He's not amazing. He's fine. But I think with Aaron Donald and with how bad this Giants offensive line has looked at points in this season, I think Aaron Donald is going to get home a lot. I think this Rams defense is going to look very, very good this game. And again, this is a Rams defense that's been pretty meh this season. But the Giants can make even the worst defense in the NFL look amazing. So the Rams are my number two defense to stream on the week. At number three, we got the Denver Broncos versus the Los Angeles Chargers. 36.8% rostered on ESPN, 26.1% rostered on NFL. Now, this is a week, as you guys can tell, through three defenses already. I know we haven't talked about the Broncos too much. There isn't the best pickings in week 17 for defenses to stream. Unless maybe a couple of weeks ago, you picked up defenses based upon certain matchups for week 17, right? You looked really far in advance, or maybe you were just riding one of these hot defenses that I like this week. There's kind of slim picking. So this is not to necessarily insult the Denver Broncos defense that ended up not playing the best up against Bailey Zappi, the Zappinator, last week. They were all right. But I am at least partially worried about the Chargers because the Chargers are playing like a team with nothing to lose, which is exactly what they needed to do to potentially beat the Bills last week. They fire Brandon Staley, right? They send him off the metaphorical fucking walking plank, right? Or walk the plank, right? Like a fucking pirate Johnny Depp, Captain Jack Sparrow type deal, right? And now the Chargers with a new head coach they appear to not necessarily be fully resuscitated, right? They didn't fully shock them back to life, but there's still at least an ounce of care now in this offense, right? We saw the Chargers get bent over a fucking table by the Raiders a couple weeks ago, right? Not a couple weeks ago. That was just two weeks ago, right? The Raiders absolutely bukkakied them 
Aiden O'Connell was out there like Oprah Winfrey. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You all get a touchdown. Everyone got a fucking touchdown, right? Everyone. And it was awesome to see. But this is now a Chargers team that feels like they have that little spark left in them that might be enough to beat the Broncos that just lost to the Patriots, right? And this is a Patriots team that a lot of the time looks very uninspired, right? The Broncos defense, week 16 versus the Patriots, two sacks, one fumble recovery, 20 points allowed. They lose 23 to 26. Again, not a bad day by any means out of the Broncos defense, but I'm sure some people might have preferred to have gotten slightly more. Now, again, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my God, the Broncos defense sucked donkey ass last week, right? We're not going to say that. But I am slightly worried about this being a division rivalry game and maybe the Chargers are now like a sleeping giant and Easton Stick is going to go crazy against the Broncos. Now, again, I'm not saying that is going to happen, but this is the kind of scenario we are stuck putting ourselves in due to the fact that the defenses to stream this week aren't necessarily the best that are widely available. Now, at the end of the video, we're going to be talking about three defenses that I love this week that probably aren't available, but for some people, they may be available, so at least we got to talk about them. Moving now to defense to stream number four, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Carolina Panthers. 33.3% rostered on ESPN, 21% rostered on NFL. Now, the Jaguars just got absolutely Eiffel Towered by Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans last week. This was a game that was basically a massacre on the television that you got to watch on Christmas Eve. The Jaguars get smacked 12 to 30, two sacks, 30 points allowed. This is a Jacksonville Jaguars defense that is, feels like decades ago, right? That they were the Saxonville Jaguars, that they had this elite defense. Now, I don't think that the Jaguars defense is just bottom of the barrel, but they're far from ideal. But anytime you get to play the Panthers, it's kind of like a layup, right? Like the Dwayne Wade to LeBron James slam dunk, right? Now, not every time does it actually end up being like this iconic picture. Like last week when it comes to the Packers versus the Panthers. We'll talk about that right now, actually. I don't know what the fuck I was trying to do. I was trying to give you guys like a talk about that in just a couple of seconds. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button down below if you've enjoyed. So the Packers, now they win. But this was ugly, right? This was a type of win where it's like, they almost should have lost, right? The Packers win 33-30, to two sacks, 30 points allowed. Not good, right? If you stream the Packers defense last week against the Panthers, you were expecting something better. Now, I talked about all week that the Packers defense is shit. The Packers defense has been bad news bears multiple weeks in a row. And I thought, you know what? There was a cure to this, right? There is a way to get out the funk. And the way you get out the funk is you play Bryce fucking Young. Bryce Young moolah, baby! And then Bryce Young decides to turn into Patrick Mahomes. Bryce Young has the best game. This is the best he's ever looked in the NFL. Made him look like, oh my gosh, that's why they drafted him number one overall. That's how shit the Packers defense is. And based upon what I remember, I think the Packers have a good matchup again this week. But I'm staying 10,000 yards away from that, right? I am a school zone away from the fucking Packers defense this week because, again, regardless of the matchup, they reek to high heaven. So the Jaguars against the Panthers, I expect Bryce Young to come back down to earth, and I think the Jaguars have a pretty decent day. 
Also important to note, Panthers are low-key a sneaky defense to stream this week. Now, I'm not confident, cocky enough to sit here and bang the drum aggressively for them and even list them as a defense to stream. I'll be honest with you with how Lawrence has looked. Lawrence might not play. They might go with C.J. Beathard, but maybe C.J. Beathard is actually better for this team than Lawrence is right now, who just looks like broken goods at this point. Moving now to defense to stream number five, the final defense, before we pivot into the additional defenses to stream. But before we do that, I would like to give you guys a quick word from our friends and our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best place to play NFL Pick'em in the whole entire universe, and Underdog has a great offer for you guys today that we'll be talking about in just a couple of seconds. But first, I want to explain how the Underdog Pick'em game works. So we'll be talking about tonight's game, Monday Night Football on Christmas, Ravens at the 49ers. You're going to have to pick a minimum of two players from at least two different teams. So for the sake of explaining things here, we're going to take one player from the Ravens, one from the 49ers. So we're going to go ahead and go with Isaiah, likely higher than 38 and a half receiving yards. It really does feel as though Isaiah likely is highly ingrained in this Ravens offense. And then we're going to go ahead and go with a 49ers player. And we're we're gonna go with Debo Samuel higher than 58 and a half receiving yards Debo has been on a tear as of recently I get the matchups a little tough against the Ravens but I think Debo has a great game yet again now if both of these picks were to hit we would get three times our entry fee if you do three picks and they all hit you get six times four picks 10 times and five picks is 20 times your entry fee if you are new to underdog fantasy and live in one of these states on your screen right now if you use promo code notorious you'll get a first match deposit bonus of up to $100 so you deposit 100 they give an additional 100 you do 50 additional 50 25 additional 25 the minimum deposit on underdog is $10 if you have a gambling problem please make sure that you call 1-800-GAMBLER Back on into things here, Seahawks versus the Steelers are the final defensive stream again. Then we get into the additional defensive stream, though. Seahawks, 19% rostered on ESPN, 28% rostered on NFL. Now, I'm going to be blatantly honest with what I say right now. I think that if Mason Rudolph starts this game, I would be more scared of playing the Seahawks defense if Mason Rudolph was under center compared to Kenny Pickett. Now, I know, you know, if I said that earlier on in the year, you'd be like, Nick, that makes no sense. And I know maybe Mason Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, pulled a rabbit out of the hat, right? It was the Christmas spirit, so Rudolph had to have a good game. But Rudolph legitimately looked good this week, or last week, I should say. And Kenny Pickett has looked terrible basically all season. Seahawks defense are a defense that, if you guys have been watching the videos all year long, I've talked about how they are a little bit fugazi, right? I talked about how they are a little bit overrated. What I will say is last week... And the last couple of weeks, this Seahawks team has really started to sprout their wings and fly a little bit, right? This is a Seahawks team defensively that has kind of turned the other page on a unit that just a couple of weeks ago, I would have said again, very overrated. So the Seahawks defense week 16 up against the Titans in Tennessee. We already talked about this, but say it again. They win 2017, six sacks, 17 points allowed. They had Ryan Tannehill in the fucking sleeper hold. They hit him with the 619 Ray Mysterio in a game that the Seahawks also probably should have lost if we're being honest with you, but not because the defense played bad here. The defense played great, as Tony the Tiger would say. It was because Geno Smith... He did a Viagra. He was a bit limp dick there. The Bengals defense up against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Again, this was a Mason Rudolph chef's kiss manufweek game. Master class out of Mason Rudolph. One sack, 34 points allowed. But I think the Seahawks 
have a great defensive performance yet again up against the Steelers. And again, Mike Tomlin has made it very, 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 very clear that when Pickett is healthy, he's the guy. So assuming Pickett plays again, sometimes making an assumption makes an ass out of you and me. If Pickett was to play, I definitely like the Seahawks defense this week. Now we move into the additional defenses. Now these aren't additional defenses like, oh, if you're stuck in a real pickle, you can stream these guys because all five of those defense, realistically, if you can't get one of those defenses, then people in your league have are holding two to three defenses. Everyone's holding two to three defenses, so you wouldn't even be able to stream anyways, right? Because the roster ship percentage for all of those players is under 30, or, or for all the defenses is under 40%, so you should be able to get those. So these are just the ones that are actually better than the ones we talked about, but there is a very low chance that they are still available in week 17 you to pick them up. Now, if you can get the Browns against the Jets, the Browns have one of the best defense in the NFL. The Jets have the worst offense in the NFL. It is basically a no-brainer to pick up the Cleveland Browns if they were available because whether it's Trevor Simeon or Zach Wilson, they are going to have a field day on Sunday. Miles Garrett might eat the quarterback alive. Then we got the 49ers at the Washington Commanders. Now, the Commanders almost pulled off an upset yet again, basically back-to-back weeks where Sam Howell gets yanked out of the game. Jacoby Brissett comes on in there, and they almost win the game. I know sometimes the defenses, and a lot of the times, the defenses kind of get lackadaisical at the end of games, right? They start kind of taking their, their, their foot off the pedal And then sometimes that leads to crazy comebacks like what the Dolphins did against the Titans, which I will never forgive the Dolphins for. But it's okay because we beat the Dallas Cowboys. We ain't frauds. No more. We'll get to talk about that more tomorrow. But the 49ers versus the Commanders. Again, you don't need a fucking rocket scientist degree. You didn't need to work at NASA to figure out that the 49ers against the Commanders is a good defense. And then the Bills versus the Patriots. Now, the Bills defense up against the Chargers, I thought was going to be a wet dream, right? If you had the Bills defense going into that Thursday night football game, you were probably, or Saturday night football game, sorry, the Thursday night game was the Rams versus the Saints, but you were basically salivating, right? You woke up with a half chub thinking, holy shit, I got the Bills. They might score 30 fantasy points. And then we saw what happened, right? The Chargers almost win that game. But I think, again, that was the classic trap game scenario. Now, the Bills, they're live to potentially get upset by the Patriots, which has already happened this season. But I do still think the Bills defense will get Bailey Zappi back, get their lick back, and have a decent game. And I think this will be a game where they coast more to victory compared to last week, where, again, it went down to the wire, like that Kanye song. So thank you guys all so much for watching. If you did end up enjoying, please make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please do so, at NotoriousFNTSY. If you guys are watching on Christmas, I really do appreciate it. I hope you guys have a merry Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. I do appreciate all of you guys. I love you guys all so much. Again, none of this. I say this all the time. I don't want to get all sentimental. Some of you guys, I know not everyone cares, but I do appreciate all the support we've seen this year. Uh, we hit over 6 million views a couple weeks ago. We're at over 31,000 subscribers, and none of that is possible without you guys. So love you guys. Hope you guys have a great one with your family today. Love you guys. And uh, we'll be back, I don't think, later with the waiver Wire video, probably just tomorrow on Tuesday because... I don't expect anyone during Christmas dinner to sit down and watch the waiver video. Plus, there's three games today, so I don't want to make a whole waiver video. And then in the comment section, I have to correct everything because, like, an injury happens. Knock out what we don't refer injuries. But you know how shit goes in fantasy football. So I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Have a great one. And as always, good boy.